Rangers beaten through the evening pool. Night Riders United witness us. Hey everybody, episode 151 of the Through Being Cool podcast. Uh, informed, concise, not really, Night Riders and Bogum Boys. Untie. Unite, unite and witness us. Uh, we are we are down a man. Um, our our buddy is uh, back from vacation, but uh, going through some some uh, some tough times, some family stuff. Uh, so I, uh, we're gonna be vague because he doesn't know we're recording this, and uh, just I don't I don't know what you'd do as far as putting positivity out there for you and yours. But if you could and you're listening, take a couple seconds to be like, man, I hope I hope things work out for old uh, Slicky Nick and the family. So. All right, serious stuff's out of the way. Hey, man, what are you doing? How's your trip? How's moving? Moving was. Oh, I'm Patrick. I'm a guy on the show. I'm I'm Tristan. I'm the other guy on the show this week. Um, <clears throat> do I sound okay? Yeah. What's that noise? It's my phone beeping. I turned it on vibrate. You put it on vibrate. Yeah. Man, Nick came in hot with some accusatory fucking uh, signature ringtone shit, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I was agreeing with half of what he said. He was saying that he hates, he he wants to actively murder people who have custom ringtones and um, and then just like continue to let it ring in public. Oh, yeah. Um, I agree with half of that. Um, but my thing is that <clears throat> I actively hate people who have default ringtones because generally those are people who are old. And therefore, they are going to be the kinds of people who their method of yeah, their method of, of of silencing their phone or like letting it go to voicemail is not like pushing it to voicemail manually or silencing the phone. It's just letting it ring. Yeah, it's just not answering it. Yeah, so then you just hear that default ringtone. Um, I always I'll... love when it's like a guy with like an overly aggressive. Not a guy, but just when anyone has like an overly aggressive like song, mm. like I wonder how many times the uh, that's the that wet ass pussy song was somebody's ringtone, and they unknowingly like didn't have their phone muted, and they're like at a family gathering. I don't know. I would, like... I would hope that you would not have <laughs> that particular ringtone without you being bold bold enough to uh, be okay with it. Yeah, hold on. Get your food here? Yeah. Okay, I'll keep going. I'll keep vamping. I just think the idea of like somebody saying grace to like a family get together, grandma being like, Lord bless us all for this turkey of which the Lord has provided a bounty, and then just wet ass pussy, macaroni in a pot, or whatever the rest of the song was. I think we could all agree that uh, Cardi B's gross. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to slut shame. Do what you do. I've said it before. My problem with her is not the content of, of the songs or how she presents herself with her wardrobe or lack thereof. Mostly, I just find her voice to be uh, like nails on a chalkboard. Like if you heard Rosie Perez talk and you're like, her voice can't possibly be worse. Oh, just wait. Cardi B's going to speak now. And Tristan's back. Hey, hey, T-Dog. Hmm. I'm not being passive aggressive. You eat on this podcast. Who gives a shit? Spur the moment. You get in there. You dig into that food. I don't give a fuck. Well, thank, thank you. I'm. <clears throat> up, dude. What'd you get? 
I'm a little irritated. Uh, I got some some uh, chicken Alfredo pasta and meatball and meatball and pineapple pizza. Uh, it's good to me. I don't I don't meatball care. Meatball and pineapple. Yeah, meatball for the savory and pineapple for the sweet. And uh, I. Yeah. That, that that sounds like a horrific combination. Well, it's not. So okay, uh, you know, I'm lame when it comes to pizza, dude. I'm I'll, I'm a I'm a the the wildest I'll get is like I'll go with an egg. if you got eggplant, throw some eggplant on there, and if you got like jalapenos, let's do that. But they got to be fresh. I don't want fucking pickled jalapenos on a fucking pizza. That's yucky. Yeah, jalapenos is good. Pickled jalapenos is good too. Yeah, but not on a pizza though, man. You know what I mean? Like that, that's something about that brine. That brine doesn't mesh. It's like when I see people get like a hamburger pizza and there's pickles on it. I'm like, you're gross. I thought you were gonna say pineapple again, referencing me. Uh no, I know that when it comes to the majority of people, I'm in the wrong for thinking pineapple on a pizza is gross. I'm one of the I'm one of the few people who don't like it. That's just like one of those faux culture war things that everyone nobody will admit it's really stupid and nobody actually cares as much as they pretend to no i won't care i just want i like i don't make a big stink about it i just won't eat it because no I, no I the idea of a sweet cheese has always kind of grossed me out i'm not even big on like cream cheese like a che- cream cheese danish something like that i'm like something about that cheese flavor with like a sweet it just doesn't it doesn't mm. work for me well i guess you win because they didn't put pineapple on this just the meatballs um, who'd you order <clears throat> pizza uh they thought it was a typo and they were like this guy doesn't want that no one could possibly want this i mean it was put in online so it's impossible Um, okay well i'm i'm a little irritated i'm trying not to be that irritated but just (laughs) uh and and not 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 at that at the fact i had a drink with it and you gotta know by now man like it never it never happens like they never bring fucking drinks and i and i don't understand i used to run deliveries man and it's just like it is strange like we used to do that and like we know like how big of a fucking hassle it is and how easy it is to walk to the cooler or to pour the fucking drink or to read the fucking ticket yeah and it's just like whenever because he was saying oh well they they didn't they didn't have it ready for me or nothing which you know I, I guess because I they I guess this Pizza Hut is doing outsourcing through DoorDash. I guess. Oh, is that where you ordered the pizza from? I ordered it through Pizza Hut, and they had a DoorDash guy bring it to you. Yeah. Whoa, I've done the opposite because uh, Emily's Emily likes Pizza Hut. I don't really care for it. I'm more of a Papa John's guy. Um, but uh, yeah, Emily Emily ordered Pizza Hut, and uh, they said they don't deliver it at her place. But if we got on DoorDash and ordered it, they would go get it and bring it to us. Hmm. Yeah. She likes, she, I, I don't have, I'm not one of those dudes who has like a, a, a fucking pizza palette where I'm like, nope, I only go to this place. These other places are trash. It's like, dude, it's, it's, it's to me, it's all the fucking same. Mm. I mean, I can, I can recognize when I have like, when I go to like a place that's like, oh, we're a pizza place. You know what I mean? Like, I can recognize that. And yeah, it usually does taste better. But like, if it's a Saturday and it's 9 30 and we haven't had anything to eat, I don't give a fuck where it comes from. Yeah. No, it's there, there, there are better and worse places for pizza, but it's all generally pretty fine. 
because I will get on a high horse about the fucking chicken wings from pizza places, though. Sure. No, I my the thing that's irritating me is like when it is through another party like DoorDash, um, their method of dealing with it has almost universally been to throw their hands up in the air and be like, well, I'm not sure what to say. They, they, they didn't give it to me. And it's like I had already left a ten dollar tip on there for the food. And it's yep. just like, you know, you're not it's like two miles away. I should have gotten to get it myself. But like when I when I was running deliveries, my mentality was just, well, I guess I'm just going to go get this now. Yeah, I'm already at work. I guess I'll do my fucking job. Yeah. And I get that it's a hassle, but it's like this order is incomplete. It's not a hassle, Tristan. It's what you ordered. It's what you paid for. It's not a hassle. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get it in the way that like I <clears throat> I'm not sure how DoorDash works. I would imagine they would have a copy of the specific order. They do. And that they are they are dependent on the the actual establishment to give them the proper order. But at the same right. time, there was there was another item on that ticket that you both saw. I can't um, speak for like every restaurant that does DoorDash stuff, but like 99% of the ones that I've seen that has like a, a section, like you know, one of those like crate, one of those like metal bookcases you can buy at Target that are just like the metal frame, and they have like just it says you know, DoorDash and has like the logo or like a sticker on it. Almost every single one of those I've seen, it has the, the receipt has been like stapled or taped to the bag. Now, mm. in the event that the bag is like, you know, taped up, closed up, wrapped up, tied up, I could see why a DoorDash guy would be like, all right, this goes to Tristan's house. I'm grabbing it. And they just grab and go and don't look. I understand that. But still, man, like we talked about this when it came to the fucking movie theater thing. I have some fuck. You just, just don't, don't look at me like I'm the asshole. That's all I'm asking. Right. Don't make it seem like I fucked up by asking you to do something that you volunteered to fucking do. Yeah, and you know when the guy was at my door just now, like <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't give the tone of voice that I would give is if it was okay. I gave yeah. the tone of voice that I would give. If it's not really okay, I'm a little annoyed. And I, he Listeners, that's the tone you're hearing right now. <laughs> but then the, he, he volunteered because whenever, whenever I just acquiesce, because generally what they say at that point is just go ahead and call DoorDash and they'll give you a refund, which, you know, if I, that is 100% the reason why I stopped doing DoorDash orders that I knew were DoorDash orders because mm -hmm. that's a fucking hassle. And, I just should have gotten my, myself, but he he volunteered to go pick up the two liter and come back. So I guess he's going to come back. But like he wants that five star review, dog. That's that <laughs> apparently that matters to people, and by matter to people, I mean like to the drivers. Like that's a, like a thing. That really, they're adamant about. Yeah. I've never I've never left one. Are huh. you serious? Yeah, I leave one every time. Huh? I leave a review every single time. Well, like through the app though. Yeah, when you're done ordering, it's still <laughs> you ever oh man, Tristan. Yeah, when you place an order after the order gets delivered, you can pull up the app and it'll, the first thing it loads is the place to leave a review. You're laughing at me, but I just told you I did not place the order through That's the app. That's right. Through you ordered it through Papa John's. You're right, you're right. The Papa John sent a guy out. Um yeah, when I do whenever we do DoorDash, I always leave a review. Like we did, we got some burgers last night. Uh we had a Patty Boys burgers and Bigfoot themed birthday party we want eight burgers then watch a bigfoot documentary um, eight eight burgers that's a lot i had eight burgers <laughs> i wish that'd been awesome um 
no, we had some burgers, but uh, the review I had to leave with, I, like, left reviews like, food's fine. Uh, no straws again. What's that about? And like, we've gotten food, like, we've ordered food, and, like, the orders have been completely fucking wrong. Oh, geez. And then, like, I'll message, like, I'll get on the help chat, like, message DoorDash. Are you walking off for a sec? Yeah, uh, I can see you. You can see, but you can't hear me, can you? I can hear you. Can you? Hear oh, okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I just uh, I wanted to crack the door so I can see when he, whenever he drives up. No, what I was saying is like, um, we've left like I've gotten on the help chat after getting just two of the completely wrong orders from Emily mm-hmm. and I, and uh, I'll pull up the little chat and be like, "Hey, this happened. Here's what's wrong with the order." And then I'll get a thing of like, "Okay, we can refund you eleven dollars." And I'm like, "The order was thirty four bucks. The guy can have the tip. Not that guy's fault." The bag was stapled. The bag was sealed. The driver, don't give me his money back. He can have his money. Uh, the ele- and like I've had to get on the chat service with them, be like, "This is not going to cut it." What are you talking about? Eleven? I paid you mm-hmm. th- what? You're going to give me thirty three percent, and I got zero percent of my order. F- what the fuck are you talking about? And I will say this about DoorDash's uh, support: they are real fucking quick to just give you a refund on everything. Hmm. If you tell them I just want sto- I just want DoorDash credit, they will. Str- you'll have that shit in five minutes. Just be polite, be direct. And when they tell it, when they keep offering you shit, be like, that's not going to work. And then you say shit like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't have this issue when I use Grub South, or I don't have this issue if I use Uber Eats. Just throw somebody else's name out there. And they're real fucking quick to be like, here you go. Here's a complete refund. Don't worry about it. I think the one time that I felt strongly enough to try to call, I legitimately could not call, find a contact number. I could find every manner of, online way of, of talking to somebody but not a phone number in the app you can just go to help and just keep hitting the like still need assistance still need assistance and they'll eventually just give you a number to call mm. or they'll put you the chat service is actually very very receptive that's what i've been using because when i was going through my like <clears throat> patty may have a gluten allergy phase i was having to send shit back all the fucking time like i can't eat this like this is what i ordered yeah that that's a <clears throat> that's a problem that is common with a lot of places now that just, just not leaving a phone number. Yeah. Oh, dude. Running into that shit with fucking eBay, man. Like, Oh yeah. You had I to sold, contact eBay. Well, I sold a figure on eBay and like the label they sent me, the weight was like zero, zero point one <laughs> pounds. Oh, is he there? No, uh, the, uh, the weight for the label was like 0.01 pounds. And I was like, this is, a, this is going to, this box weighs more. The box weighs more than that. The box weighs more than a tenth of a pound. This is going to get fucking returned. And I could not get them to respond back to me. So luckily there's a post office drop spot like right at the end of the hill. So I just went down there with the label and I was like, hey, this is what the label says. It weighs more than this. And she was just like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And I was like, all right, cool. So I sent it and then the package got lost. So I don't know if those two things are fucking related, but I'm out 50 bucks. So you were receiving your package? Sending it. Okay. Yeah, I sold a figure to a dude, and uh, yeah, the label was wrong weights, and then the package got lost. So I'm out fifty bucks. Not really out because they, I'm out a figure. I'm not out fifty bucks because the uh, eBay never gave me the funds. So, oh, that still sucks. <clears throat> yeah, it was kind of it was a uh, a Jim Lee Batman uh, pencil drawing figure from like Comic Con exclusive from like 2015 or 16. It was a nice figure. Um, it's just been sitting in a box forever and I didn't want it. So I threw it out there and then had a couple people bid on it. And then one dude just hit the buy it now price. Nice. Cause I sold it for what I paid for it. Cause I don't 
like to scalp. I don't like to do that unless it's just something I got an absurd deal on. And then I'm just like, well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, like I sold yeah. a goon action figure for like 150 bucks and I got it for 15. I've not bought anything from eBay for a while, but there was a while that I was doing a bunch of <clears throat> magic buying on there, magic gathering cards. I get knockoff uh, soccer jerseys. I did have to, I can't remember if I talked about it on the show or not, but there was one instance where I did have to do a return. Um, Dude, that sucks. Well, I mean, it, it, it sucks for both of us. The guy was, the guy was selling a reserve list card, um, which reserve list just means that it there is an agreement that a certain number of cards will never be printed again ever. Yeah, and, and so I bought a specific uh, dual, or I'm sorry, dual land, a reserve list card, and um, I fully believe that. The guy who was selling it totally believed that it was real. Mm-hmm. And then I got it and I did my checks on it. I've got just several checks that I do to authenticate it. And uh, it unfortunately was not. Uh, it didn't quite it didn't quite pass the test. So I had to go through that whole return thing and I ended up sending it back to the seller, the seller refunded the funds back to me but yeah he because i'm sure he was really bummed out too that he just right. had to he learn. probably paid for it right yeah so he had to learn that his his fucking card was fake man so yeah i i got i gotta go through the storage unit again man i still have boxes of shit that's just been in there since i moved to huntsville i just need to fucking take it somewhere take it to the comic shop and be like, I know what this stuff's worth. Make me a fucking offer. And I'm going to take it regardless of what it is. I just want it gone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's the kind of shit where like, if I give this to a kid, this is like a weird thing. It's like, if I give these to a kid, the kid's not, I don't think the kid will appreciate it. Like if I take it to Goodwill or some shit, they're mm-hmm. not going to appreciate the way a collector will. So I don't feel bad taking it to the store and getting paid for it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, if, if it was just it- like a stack of old comic books, I'd be like, I just fucking give it here. Here, take take him to the fucking goodwill. Here you go. Maybe this will make. Maybe this will this will fucking turn some kid onto books. Go for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you were to take some of those things to a goodwill, is just more or less you giving permission for someone else to destroy it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't want to do that. So, do you want to hear about what happened? Well, no, no, fuck that. Well, you're eating, so I'm gonna tell you about what my thing was, and then when you're done eating, we'll get into your move. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on. Uh, Give me, give me one second. I'm just going to go grab my own drink <laughs> from my own refrigerator. That's that's the tone that he was talking about earlier. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out. Uh, uh, Tristan will already have known the preamble, so I'll make sure I deliver it to you guys. Um, I've been having run-ins with uh, a, a co-worker, not a co-worker, a worker of the local PetSmart, who um, my first interaction with her uh she was just very upfront about her autism and um, extremely confrontational with me and claimed that I was ignoring her when in reality I was, but Emily doesn't know that. Emily thinks I was just dozing off with my eyes open. And the other time I went and visited, I uh, tried to go and just pick up some cat food 
And uh, it happened to be the, the week of the 4th of July and the worker behind the counter was like, Hey, what are you doing on the 4th of July? And I said, I don't know, probably hanging out with my girlfriend. And then she goes, well, I'm going to be working. And I was like, whatever, man, I don't really. Okay. And then she goes, but I'll be wearing my protest shirt. And I was like, what? She said, I'll be wearing my protest shirt. It's work appropriate. And then I said to her, well, then if it's work appropriate, it can't be that much of a protest. And then she gave me my receipt, which I clicked, email my receipt. So she gave me a chore to do, which was throw it out. Um, and that was the last interaction I had with her. And I kept saying, I'm not going to go to that pet smart anymore. But then I, but then I was over there the other day and I was like, what are the chances she's going to be here today? What are the chances she's going to be here three straight times that I need to come in here? I walk in lo and behold, there she is. Oh, they're back. They're back. God yeah, damn it. Tristan's walking. <laughs> we just got to the part of the story you need to hear. One second. All right. All right. Tristan's got to get up, get his sodi pop, do it up. Hey, thank you very much. Oh, no, you're good. Thank you so much. Me too. Do you guys just heard Tristan be polite? A rare occurrence. I think his new apartment must be pretty big because it sounds like his front door was way far away. He's got to trek back. Or he's going to get a cup to pour his carbonated uh, cola beverage or maybe it's Mountain Dew. It's hard to tell, Tristan. He likes his citrus, but he also likes his cola. Tristan, what was the drink? What drink did you get? What drink did you get? You got to business. I got Mountain Dew. I'm if you listen back, you'll hear me going, I bet he got either Coke or Mountain Dew. I mean, that's pretty good scatter shot, right? Yeah. It's like two of the most popular drinks okay well everyone knows that i'm a dp boy i'm not a fan i don't like mountain dew i think it's too much you can't handle that holler i can't handle the dew mountain holler is the knockoff or one of the knockoffs mountain Mountain. lightning yeah mountain holler (laughs) yeah i had this uh had this tumbler in the freezer just waiting Just waiting for a friend. Damn. Damn, uh, dog. It's You're one of the living it today, dude. You're living the Friday. It's one of the uh one of the few like <clears throat> complimentary like holiday things that I've gotten from the company that I've kept. Yeah. Uh it's got the company logo on it. It's a nice, nice little uh metal cup. Yeah, people like to shit on those, and then I, I like to shit on those because they were overpriced, and I got one, and I was like, I get it. <laughs> so what I was saying, Tristan, is I went to PetSmart because I need to get some cat food and pinch. I'm going to be out for a week and a week or so because I'm going on that Route 60 Dicks trip. <sighs> and uh, so I want to make sure I had enough cat food so when Emily's mom rolls by and, and feeds my buds, she wouldn't have to worry about going and getting more food. So I go to the PetSmart. I'm walking in. There she is. It's her. It's our autistic protester. She's there. Now, She's are, you, are you you're what? casting assumptions? No. Remember the mm. first time I went in there? You weren't here when I told listeners. I guess I'll tell you again. Remember the first time I was in there and she kept trying to talk to me and Emily and Emily's carrying on a conversation and I didn't want to have a conversation. So I just turned around and faced the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And then she accused me of ignoring her. And then I turned around and was like, what? She goes, oh, were you ignoring me? I was like, no, I wasn't paying attention. 
to anything that was being discussed. And she goes, oh, I guess it's just my autism. Mm. See what I'm talking about? That's right. That's right. Tristan, you know, I hope you know that I hate burping. We've talked about I don't. I don't remember, but I can see that. Right, because we've had arguments about how I think burps are grosser than farts because I think a burp has farther to travel. Which, you know, I still agree to disagree, but I understand. Fine. <clears throat> so I go there the uh, earlier this week to get the cat food, and I'm in line just hoping that every fucking PetSmart employee who walks by is going to open up another register so I can make my way. You got to get up again, don't you? God damn it. What are you doing? What are they doing? They didn't give me a goddamn fork. Who gets a fork with pizza? Nobody. But who gets a fork with pasta? Motherfucker. That's fair. That's fair. The story is never going to get told. Welcome to a typical Through Being Cool podcast, episode 151, where we do things the exact same we did. And we had episode 001. I'm vamping again because Tristan's removed himself from the screen to go and acquire a fork. He's back. Headphones are on. Plugging them back in. Are we good? Regale me. Ah, okay. So I'm in line, hoping that every PetSmart employee who walks by is going to open up a new register so that I can meander over there and avoid what I will know will be something that will inevitably ruin my fucking week. Uh, She has a power over me that I can't fucking, that I don't like, that I don't like, I don't like giving it away. So I'm in line checking out and I'm just staring a hole in the fucking little data pad where I fucking throw my card in and press my number and just make my donation to get the fuck out of there. Right. Doing all I'm just staring at it and we're not talking. It's great. The only conversation that has had is when she goes, Hey, excuse me, do you have an account with us? And I go, yeah. And I give her my phone number. She goes, Oh, Hey, uh, do you want your receipt? printed or digit printed or emails like you can just email it to me it's fine she goes okay cool i scan the card everything's going well i'm almost out right i'm almost out and then she just goes as she's waiting for it to process no as she's handing me the stuff she just rips a hellacious burp Oh, she burps. Okay. Yeah. Like, and I, this is the face I made. It's not going to come across in the, in the video, the audio, but here's what I did. I just squinted my eyes and just stared at her. And she goes, I'm sorry. I have acid reflux. And I was just like, stood there for a second. And she went, I'm really sorry. And Tristan, do you know what I said when I looked into her big, dumb, autistic, protesty eyes? You're gross. <laughs> I looked at her and I said, you're gross. I mean, that's fair, honestly. Yeah. And I just grabbed my shit and I fucking left and it ruined. ruined. <laughs> I won't say weak. That's dramatic. It ruined my fucking day. Emily calls me while I'm driving home from the uh, from PetSmart. She goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I was like, "You're never gonna fucking guess what happened." And it's me, so that so I'm always right when I say that. Almost always. <laughs> if I say you're never gonna guess what happened, I'm right probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, uh, she just says similar thing of you. Is like I couldn't guess, but I'm sure you'll tell me. And I was like, that fucking bitch at PetSmart. She's like, oh my god, what what happened? What did you do now? And I was like, what did I do? 
what did I do now? I'll tell you what I did. I got my fucking face burped in. And then she just starts laughing because she also knows how much I hate burping. Mm -hmm. How gross I think it is. And she told me, it's your fault if you keep going there. And I said, that is absurd. That it's my fault that she doesn't know how to act like an adult. That's my fault. No, no, no. This I mean, is not a fool me once, shame on me situation. This is a fool me once, shame on me. Fool me mm. twice. Go fuck yourself. Fool me three times. You should just stay at home. You should be a person who just lives at their house forever. You're talking about you or her? Her. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it could go either way. Well, I'm not going to argue down on that one, but I'm just saying. Would you? What would you have done? Because I already know. I want to know this because last week we had spilt titty milk and you were very much against me. I would look. Man, this is even. This is it, even all less of your like culture war shit. It's not. It's not, not a it's culture not, war. It's not Fuck necessary. Off. It's not necessary. All this. You're either with me or against me, George W. Bullshit. Like it's not. It's not helpful. It's enemy not necessary. Is my friend Tristan? Are you with me or are you against me? If you ask me my opinion about something, it's my opinion, and yeah. it's not necessarily for or against you. But- I don't take your opposition of something as an endorsement for the opposite. I'm a grown up. I get that. You don't because that's what we were just talking about last week with the titty milk incident was that no, no, I was no. against you. No, no, no. My argument with the titty. You milk. said I was against you. That's I, what I, you I, just I, said. I listened to it. You didn't. So do you really want to go after what you just said I was okay. What I meant by that, let me backtrack. I apologize. I misspoke. I'm a grown-up who's allowed to leave the house who doesn't burp in people's faces. I can say that. I made a mistake. I misspoke. What I meant to say was you had you and I did not see eye to eye on the level of grossness <laughs> that should be attributed to rogue titty milk in an airplane. Fair. Is that fair? Fair. Gotcha. Cool. Now. All of that being said, what would you have done if this girl, I'm assuming girl, I because uh, I won't get accused of uh, culture shit. Again. You're, now you're just doing it just to do it. <laughs> All right. So this, what would you have done if this person, what if a person, let's, try, let's just eliminate the, the pre, let's just eliminate the previous examples from, for your instance alone. I'll bring my baggage to her fucking burp fight. You come in, you come in new, fresh. You're just sitting there to register and somebody just rips a fucking burp and then doesn't say anything until you were like, till they, till how how close were you to her? Dude, I'm at the register. She's behind the register. Yeah. Yeah. But some, no, Ooh, excuse me. Sorry. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) Not all registers are built the same. I guess Tristan's actions speak for him. We can go on to the next subject. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to say standard <clears throat> register size. I don't know. Okay, I mean, but so like two feet, I guess max, maybe. max two feet. I mean, I I would be bummed out. I would not call her gross. I would be bummed out. And again, as with the previous thing, I'd be looking for every opportunity to expedite the transaction to where I got out of there as soon as possible. Uh, because anything that I would say, anything that I would say would be like a, an invitation for a call response type thing to where I would need to wait on her to respond. And really, I'm just looking to get out of there. So I would be bummed out and I would leave. Okay. 
We're not so different, you and I. Now, I I can relate to this, though, because, and this boils down to, uh, or calls back to the incident that just happened. Um, my mom had all, like, it always grossed me out so much. My mom had the most hellacious burps. It was fucking vile. And they were just like so guttural. <laughs> Could you hear the juice in them? I mean, you know what I'm talking just, about? Yeah, no, I, oh. I, but like it was, it, it was not like, uh, it was like they, they were like five notes in that whole thing instead of just like a burp. They went in, in, in an octave, they did a bar. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was like a melody instead of just a single note and it it always bummed me out <clears throat> and then because it got to a point where she would just do it and not even like it would not register or matter where she was or what she was doing who she was talking to <clears throat> and it as i've gotten older like the last couple of years i've noticed that i do it now too like sometimes I will just rip out a burp and I don't live, I don't live with anybody, but it still really is. It grosses me out and I'm not really sure what to do about it. Do you want me to uh, tell you what you should do? Stop doing it. You, you know, you're right. Gross. You know, what? you're right. You know, you're right. <laughs> I hadn't thought about I, uh... that. I'm going to say this. Um, I don't know if I have, if, if life's worth living anymore, because after spending uh, 24 hours in a room with uh, Jeremy, um, I don't think farts are funny anymore. Um, yeah. Really? Yeah. He listens. So I'm going to say this so he can hear me clearly. So my words don't get twisted. Uh, his farts are the worst farts that have ever been farted in the history of farts. I heard his farts are divorce farts. And I was like, please tell me what's that? What's a, <laughs> what's a divorce fart? Oh, no, that's, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Telling you, I know you're eating and I'm sorry to say this, but like his farts are straight fucking rotting insides of shit. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. Again, it's horrible. I, I horrible. can relate. I can relate. And uh, <clears throat> we were in a, a very, we were, we were sharing a one, we were sharing a space and he kept farting and I was getting very upset. And it just flashed, it just had flashbacks of when we lived in the dorm together and I could smell his farts from across the hall. And uh, the farts are making me so mad in the, in the hotel that I've got to the point now where Emily farted the other night and I went, you know what? We're done with this. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't think farts are funny anymore. And she was like, mm -hmm. a fi she's like, I don't, she looked at me like, who are you? And I was like, yeah, I just don't, I just don't think they're funny anymore. I, I'm sorry. I think they're fucking gross. You just, farting's gross. And I don't so, you, around anymore. so you gave her the, I thought you were better than this speech. No, never. No, this is me. This is me. This oh, is, so, I, I will say right now, this is it. This is a hang up. This is my hang up. So you, I don't think farts. This are is like anymore. developing an allergy. You have developed an aversion to fart jokes. That's unfortunate. Not fart jokes. <clears throat> just like real farting, life farts farting for the sake of farting because you think it's funny to fart when you're near me that's not funny to me anymore what about an old man falling down in front of you and he farts as he hits the ground that's different it's not intentional what i'm getting at now so i don't think is funny is when someone intentionally farts at me oh oh yeah no for sure that's not okay. funny anymore i'm upset by it 
I was I, making Jeremy go into the bathroom, turn the fan on, and then. <laughs> I didn't know that you all were roommates. Yeah, we had to share. Oh, when we lived in the dorms, he lived across the hall from me. Oh. And uh, I'll tell this quick story. Um, there was a time when the RA was making his rounds, and you could smell Jeremy's farts from inside his fucking bedroom because he sh- uh, shits through his skin in his sleep. He listens. I don't fucking care. It's all things except to his face. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to fuck. He can come on here and try to defend himself. The invitation is there, Jeremy. Fucking you let me know how you want to handle this. There was, and correct me if I'm wrong, and then you can hold me to this. He can come on here and dispute whether or not this happened in the way that I'm about to describe it. Ari was making his rounds one early morning, um, and there was a smell permeating from Jeremy's dorm room. And the RA is like, what's that smell? And I was like, oh, he, uh, he shits in his sleep. And he's like, what? I was like, that guy takes, that guy fucking just stinks. He just stinks. When he sleeps, he stinks. He got sleep stinks. <laughs> um, and the RA like knocks on the door and he's like, RA, knocked a couple more times, RA. And I think Jeremy thought it was me because he heard me talking. He wouldn't open the door. So the RA opens the door. And when he does so, a, a smell just comes in. A smell comes out into the hall. Oh, sure. Yeah. And the RA is like, what is that smell? And I said again, that that's him. He farts in his sleep. That smells all him. It's it's him, boy. He stinks. Them's farts, boy. I was like, he stinks. Oh. He smells like farts, doesn't he? Oh my god, look at all the farts he smells like. And Jeremy just peeks his head out from out of the blankets, looks at us both, and goes, "Fuck you!" And then pulls the blanket back over his head. So he told the RA and me, "Fuck you!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the RA just shut the door, and I was like, "Yeah, man, he stinks, huh?" And then he's That's like, funny. yeah, but I got to write you up. And I was like, for what? He's like, you can't have candles in your room. And I was like, do you not have to? I do have to have candles in my room because of his farts. Mm-hmm. So Jeremy's farts got me a fucking write up because I had a candle in my room to cover up his fucking shit stench. I bet that that is all completely true because you got in trouble for it. Yeah. So, and that cemented the memory in your mind. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> not fuck him fuck his farts fuck his farts he's ruined farts for me. no i i understand i believe i've told the story that <clears throat> my farts have always been bad and they were always so bad to the point where <clears throat> when i would try to be a goof in like uh third grade <clears throat> my parents i love the be a goof <laughs> my my parents were told and they my teacher was like had a genuine concern for my health because of how bad my farts were like it smelled so bad like she thought there might have been something wrong with me gastrointestinally which i guess might still be the case i guess it's possible because <clears throat> of my friend group growing up my farts were the second worst they were not as bad as coochie Coochie had the worst farts, uh, but I was I was generally second in that. But no, you like that's such a the whole dorm situation. I don't know how we did it, man. Like, I'd, well, I had private dorms every time I lived in the dorm. I never had a roommate. I okay. Took it back. When I was at Western, I had a roommate for like a week, and I left on a Friday and came back like on Monday, and there was a note going like, "Hey." Uh, my friend's roommate dropped out. He he's not coming back to the college. He didn't tell anybody. So I'm just gonna move in with him. Be cool about it. 
And I was like, all right, cool. So I just, so what he did is like, he left his bed made. I mean, and he like gave, left, yeah, he gave you a private room. So yeah, why yeah, not? Like, yeah, he like left his bed made and le- like left a few things in there. And just like, I just never said a fucking word to anybody. Like nobody ever asked about it. Nobody ever said anything. So I had a fucking private room. <clears throat> That's how you do it. Semester. And then he went and lived with his buddy. <clears throat> That's how you do it. I don't know if this has changed at all, but they used to make it way too much of a pain in the ass to get your living situation sorted and just like, let people make decisions for themselves you know yeah it was always just like just this lottery and i remember i had to fill out like a personality test mm-hmm. at western and it was like should have like are you a night owl or an early riser and it's like there are people who are just responsible <laughs> like i just go to bed at a normal time so they put you in the room with a 50 year old yeah. well they, <laughs> they put me in the room with a dude on the swim team who would wake me up at five in the morning every day doing fucking push-ups and by every day, I mean for like five days. It, it just kills me. It kills me thinking back about it because those rooms were the size of a closet. They were jail they, cells. They were smaller than a jail cell. Not and, a joke. And uh, yeah, and they had the mattresses to boot, the the kind that are like that plastic laminated type, uh, like the thin, thin were you plastic. you Keen as well? Did you go yes. Keen? Yeah, yes. fresh, all freshmen put, got put in Keen. Yeah. And uh, so it's like that... Um, it's like that piss resistant plastic that uh like kids hospitals have i know because i worked at a kids hospital uh and like you've got a twin mattress and uh it's it's all seriously about like the size of a a, a generous walk-in closet um and yeah, i remember like my he he was tall i think he was like he was a taller guy and like he could stand in the middle like put his arms out and like pretty and like if he really stretched his fingertips like he could pretty much touch like he could almost touch the fucking walls man mm-hmm. he was so and everything was set so it almost like faced each other in a weird way mm-hmm. the only way you could get the only way that i could put it so like the only way that i could sit in that in the dorm room with someone else in there and not look at them is i just sat at the desk because the mm. desk faced the wall. Faced the wall. That was the, the only wall. way. Was yeah. The only fucking way. Because if you laid in bed, you were like looking in the whole fucking room. And mm. it was just like, I was lucky that I moved in with a dude who didn't bring anything. So mm-hmm. I didn't bring much either because I was going to be, I was only there Monday through, I was usually there from like Monday night to like Thursday afternoon. Because I would come back. I went back to Clarksville like Friday, Saturday. And I would just usually stay in town and then just drive to class. On my, I say drive to class. I never fucking, dude, I could go on. We could do a whole podcast about what I did the first time I was at Western. And it'd be 15 minutes long and it'd be like nothing. But here's how I did it and didn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like I did fucking, <clears throat> I just pull, I just stopped going to most of my classes and nobody, and nobody said anything. The teachers didn't give a shit. Never said a fucking word. Mm-hmm. Like I, I went there less than I did Austin P and somehow left with a better GPA. Nice. Yeah. I, now I just, <clears throat> I don't know how it, it's just a very particular time in your life. Uh, I guess it doesn't really occur to most people. And I guess technically you're technically still smaller when you are like just turning 18 you know you don't adjust into your adult body but like i can't just it's it's hard for me to imagine ever sleeping on a twin mattress and i lost my virginia on a twin mattress yeah i mean because you made it work like yeah I've, I've slept in a twin mattress with two people and that seems fucking impossible i don't know how you make that work but um 
just the no space, no privacy, and then just the smells from <clears throat> having a bunch of dudes together in a Did closet. you have that weird, like, was there, were there sinks in there? Uh, no, not in, not in Keene. There, there was the What shared... side were you in? Were you in the tall side or the small? The... I was on the tall side. Okay. Um, yeah, there, there weren't sinks, but there was that weird, like, hospital jail mirror with the light above it. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Uh, and had like a pull that, that was like that was like by the door i think mm -hmm. the, you, had, you like, walked in and you had the really shitty like very small fucking closets like mm -hmm. barely like i think i could hang up like 10 t-shirts max like it was fucking small probably would have been more room if they didn't even have the dividers there because yeah. and then there was like the little they had like they, each one had like a little dresser that was like mm -hmm. built into the back of the bed yeah, and they had you had your uh, bed, which had no room under it, but it yep. was still it was still built off the ground on like a a, a square box that is yeah. bolted to the floor, but you still can't access underneath it, so you can't have yep. any storage. And I remember the sh my shelves were rickety as fuck, and I had spaces for four, but I only had two. Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh... They had the uh, they had these shared. Each floor had their own shared bathroom with shared showers, all that stuff. We had dividers on the showers. We had like oh yeah, yeah they were yeah. almost like stalls. If you but it's in. it's still shared though. Yeah, you're still if someone pees, you're all getting on your feet. Mm -hmm. Dude, I mean that was that was like such that, that's a crazy being optimistic time. though. Uh, pee pee is optimistic and oh yeah, you encountered all sorts of weird shit in your. I mean somebody in. In PFT, the the really tall building, uh, somebody uh, shit in a shoebox and just left it in the elevator. The elevator is like, I think it was like twenty six floors, so yeah, it just it le left it in the elevator, let it let it ride up and down until somebody saw it. And uh, they didn't have cleaning crews come in from Thursday through Tuesday, <clears throat> so if something happened over the weekend. That place was just destroyed until if something happened thursday night nothing got done about it till tuesday morning it is still weird to think about i i was in ra at the time uh i don't know if this has changed but I, when i was there it was the pft was the tallest dorm in the state and um what a dumb fucking thing to be proud of i mean it just I, I say it as a point of reference to give you an idea of how tall it was. Yeah. But um, I was an RA at the time when one of the kids uh, freaked out and oh, that's right, you were jumped off the, the top. Yeah, you were an RA when the mushroom thing happened. Yeah, I mean that's that's what was relayed to me. I don't know if it was actually mushroom related or it, what it the was, other background was. But yes. when it happened, I worked at I was working at PBS with that with one of that guy's like friend group. Um and, and Nick knows her really well. She was awesome, she was super nice. I worked with her at PBS and like I remember like she was telling us about it. And like, yeah, he apparently got on mushrooms, started freaking out, got butt naked, was running around PFT, and then somehow got his way out of a window and just splat. Mm -hmm. And then I got in trouble and, for asking um, if he was naked when he hit the ground. Well, I mean, I don't really think it would have mattered at that point. Right. Uh, the uh, the way that I remember it, the one of the uh, the assistant RA director or the the assistant director of the building, um, his door opened out right where the kid landed, and so he heard 
a really oh. loud sound oh. and it fucked him up pretty bad i could imagine man and i was just i i, I remember wait you were an ra when that happened yeah that's what i'm saying i was an ra in that building when it happened so that would have been because i was at pbs i would have been like 2000 so, <clears throat> 2004 was the year i started and then pft was 2005 so this would have been uh this would have been 2005 or 2000 yeah 2005 to, going go, into 2006 i would say 2006 because i was working at pbs and going to audio school so i would say it was probably 2006 but sometime in that 2005 2006 school year is when it happened that's so crazy <clears throat> and uh yeah it it was it was one of those things that like i remember being <clears throat> super disgusted because we were all out and try to get everybody out of the building and stuff or not 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 out of the building but we were all like out there um while the they're like they were setting up a perimeter but ever like the people trying to be looky-loo and stuff like hey man be honest did you see it no i didn't want to see it i yeah, tried I was about not to say to see. yeah I know you love your horror movies. You you can get in some gruesome shit, but when the reality, I'm kind of with you on that. I don't. I don't exactly. That's why, like, there's that Netflix documentary about like there's some kind of bank robbery gone wrong, and they the whole premise is like this guy has like this homemade explosive thing around his neck, and mm. like they were showing the footage of it, and I was like, please don't show it, please don't show it. And Emily's like, I don't think they show it, so like, I just didn't look away, and like they showed it, and I was like, I don't. It's not fun when it's real. Like mm -hmm. it's not. I don't like the faces of death shit. We talked about it. Like, I just don't, mm -hmm. it's not cool when it's real. Like I don't yeah. need to see it to know it happened. That That's something like, I'm thankful that <clears throat> I did like grow out of that. Cause like in my early teens, I was absolutely like, I don't see the problem. Push the limit. Like, let me, <laughs> let me see faces. If we of death. ever get merch made. It's just going to say, push the limit. <laughs> And I can the dash I can, and then Tristan. I can take. I can gonna say that. on it. <laughs> I because uh, <clears throat> like episode, the push the limit. No, I remember um, <clears throat> Rotten.com and trying to find like really gross stuff. Oh, guys, hand caught in a in meat grinder. Kurt Cobain suicide photos. And uh, when I when I worked at Kroger uh they had um i guess i guess a vendor was trying to trying to sell through kroger um some sort of vendor was trying to sell a faces of death knockoff um and i'm assuming that kroger just rejected them flat out because they were throwing the product away as opposed to putting it on shelves um <clears throat> wait so like somebody sent kroger dvds to put in like their little bins and they were like faces of death DVDs or something. It's, <clears throat> when I was working at Kroger, I was one of the people responsible for cleaning. Um, every so often, I'd have a cleaning shift at night, and they had their little manager's office that was uh, it was like in a little perch above to where they could look yeah. at on the store. And I was cleaning. It's such a weird concept of like the overlord in the tower kind of thing, mm -hmm, like a little hawk nest or something at a Kroger yeah but it, i just remember that that's what made sense to me because i couldn't see any other reason to have like this corrugated cardboard box that was filled with 20 of the same dvd 
Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm assuming it was. So I threw them away because they had it in their bin in their trash. Mm -hmm. But uh, I uh, stealth one out to my car and I took it home. I don't remember if I actually ever watched it, but I like I like back in the day I I did try to do stuff like that and watch stuff like that. But I did thankfully grow out of it. We always got exposed to it by our buddy Daniel who listens. Hey Daniel, hope you're doing well. Uh he would always get grounded constantly because he was like one of the like four like he was always grounded, so he's always at home, but his parents never took his computer away, which is like probably weird to not do to a 15, 16 year old kid. But that's not, uh, that's not really grounding, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's like Daniel, I love him. Like he shreds a guitar and he knew like he was a kid who like when growing up, I was like, yeah, Daniel shreds a guitar. And he also knows how to do like all of computer stuff that you can do within the realm of like home computing of like the, the cool kid who like knows a bunch of neat shit, like how to get pretty much what that means is he knew how to get free shit off the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he was burning CDs and DVDs before anybody else I knew. Like he was getting like cracked version of video games, like nice. you throw into your PlayStation and Dreamcast and get to work. And uh, I remember like, <laughs> because of that, like, I guess all the time he had available, I would always joke to like, Daniel found the bottom of the internet. Mm -hmm. And it was always like, he'd want to show a shit on this like CD. He's like, hey, did you check out this DVD I made? And like, all right, cool. So we go to put it in there and it'd be like, oh, sweet. Like live performances of bands. We like, how'd you get this? This is like before YouTube. And then like a dude getting hit by a train. And you're just like, what? why? Why did that have to be the, the, the why did that have to be there? <laughs> and it's always because like i figured that like he was going to like rotten.com and then like message boards it was just kind of like <clears throat> see this russian kidnapper video and i remember there was one like a dude getting his like head cut off with like a buoy knife or a bowie knife however you say it and i just remember being like yeah i just kind of wanted to see the starting line play at warp tour but thanks for showing me that instead i appreciate that man that's cool do you have anything mm. with tits in it that <laughs> still on a body could be like <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was me and a couple of friends were always <clears throat> the people who would try to make the other friends feel bad for for not thinking it's funny. <laughs> you know, uh, clearly they were right, but like <laughs> in hindsight, but but at the time they were outnumbered. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, but no, it, it that was. Uh, I remember the Dreamcast was like the first console I was able to get online. And so like, that was one of the first things we did was go to rotten.com. Although I will say we also looked at granny porn and stuff too. Oh, of course. You but, did. Uh, Why wouldn't you? But Why would uh, dad love that. Oh yeah. I, I do know that uh, part, part of me is a little pleased that I knew that we were on some next level shit um, because the the some of the like really obscure bizarre porn stuff that we saw way back 15 plus years ago is still getting referenced now and it's yeah. like yeah that's the that's the good shit pterodactyl yep. porn yeah yep. that's pretty the et porn the et uh, the uh the the hot the hot priest german porn <laughs> yeah the uh, the guy the guy inserting his head 
into yeah please for china the bald guy the, the bald guy with the thick neck throwing his fucking oscar butterball <laughs> turkey looking head into that lady's vagina mm-hmm. what was that the other one lemon party of course lemon party Bootsy. Uh, blue waffle blue yeah waffle. tub girl do you remember tub girl my my friend matt um yeah. he he was I'm not going to say upset because we, we've been friends forever, but he was he was perturbed for the longest time because in in Keen Hall, uh, it was evidently his computer that I showed him Tub Curl on. And I don't know how it happened, but evidently the image was saved. And <clears throat> I blame this on him for not knowing how to work computers, but he his screensaver was the montage of, of his photos. photo gallery. Yeah. So even like years later, occasionally you would see Tub Girl pop up. Uh, you want to know the craziest part about Tub Girl? Hmm. The nipples are blurred out. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Go, that was one of those things where like, that was another observation uh, my buddy Wes made. Um, Wes, you guys know him. He's, he was on, he was a part of this show for like six months. Um, uh when, when me and Nick were doing it before Tristan uh, was able to get back into this. Um, yeah. Wes uh, in like the same week, he showed me uh, when I first met him, one of the first conversations I had with him is he showed me this, like he printed out this picture, he printed it out on a computer, printed it out. Mm-hmm. And it was just uh, of an aerial view looking down of like all these black guys having sex with each other. And he all hands right. it to me. And I, he's like, what's the first thing you notice? And I was just kind of like, you know, he said, what's the first thing you notice? Don't say gay. All right. <laughs> so he hands it to him. I unfold it and I go, oh, they're all wearing socks. And he goes, that's what I said. <clears throat> that same week we were talking about just like, because of that photo, we were talking about like the gross shit we saw on the internet. And I remember like being like, yeah, man, I remember the first time I saw Tub Girl, I was like, this is, this is yucky. And he went, you know, the first thing I noticed about Tub Girl, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what, man? He goes, nipples are blurred out. <laughs> sure enough we pulled it up and like the nipples were blurred out it was so it was just such a crazy of all the things happening in the mm-hmm. image of tub girl the fact that her nipples were blurred out just not the I, not the i can't even i'm sorry you're eating or you were I, i'm fine okay yeah i forget you can do that i can't yeah it's i fine. can't eat and see a bug <laughs> i'm like nope i'm done eating so how'd the move go man we got like 10 15 i want to hear about this move was it as stressful as you thought it was going to be? Uh, yes and no. I mean, <clears throat> so like the week. So I'll just say like generally, I prefer to do things alone if I'm able to to do it alone. I I only you don't say. I only try to. I mean, uh, I only try to in rope other people in when I have to. Um, so like when I moved. Oops! Fall down? No, I just set Rico down because he's old. Oh, dog! So, like, when I moved, but when I moved from Bowling Green, um, sorry, when I moved from uh, the other place in Virginia to um, the first place in Virginia to the second place, I got. pretty much everything already i had both places lined out and then um because it was only like a half away half an hour away i more or less spent uh, a couple of weeks 
transitioning from one to the other. Like I did um, from Decatur, where, where I was to Huntsville. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it was, it was nice. And then on the day that everything else needed to be gone, I had the U-Haul. I had a friend, like the one friend I had from Charlotte, from um, uh, the other place in Virginia to, uh, to help me go in like three hours. We got everything else out of the U-Haul and that was it. Yep. Uh, with this, because it was like a seven-hour trip. Um, I thought it was farther than that. It's not too bad, man. It's not. Uh, it, it, I thought it was going to be like six and a half, but it was a little bit longer. And and plus, you know, we're towing stuff. But um, yeah. because of <clears throat> because of that um, and the way that my time off and stuff worked. Um, I was essentially like trying to pack as much as possible um, ahead of time. I had a little bit of time off um, a couple of weeks ago, which I had planned to originally do the move, but it didn't work out that way. So I got as much packed as I could, but most of the stuff that I own, I use on a day-to-day basis, which I guess mm-hmm. is good. But um, but when it came down to it, uh, I pretty much just had, um, I had that Friday, which I was, I got off at three because um, we have early hours on Fridays during the summer. So from there, I was able to unplug the work computer and unplug the the phone that I was using for work and all the other stuff I wasn't able to do before. And then Saturday was a bunch of cleaning and packing. And then Sunday night or Sunday Sorry, Saturday was when the U-Haul was brought to me. So you got the U-Haul? On my Yeah, my parents brought Good. the U-Haul. Um, I remember that was something you were worried about last week on like whether or not. Yeah, no, it, it worked out. Although, it's a suggestion. Although they had still, man, after all that, they managed to put it in for like uh, an hour or six hours or something instead of three days. But they they fixed it. Um, but Saturday was when that came, and then I got all my stuff and worked until about one thirty in the morning or something. And then the idea was that on Sunday we were going to be driving to Kentucky. <clears throat> Couldn't sleep at all on on Saturday night, and like I I tried. I just laid in bed for about four and a half. Uh, hours five five hours maybe and then i i just just i resigned to that and then got out of bed at about six five five thirty six and just just like fuck it got back to work and got everything else ready when the parent when my parents showed up we got everything else packed got the apartment cleaned out and so the thing that would normally take between transitioning stuff out and doing the final clean normally take a week or two did it within three days hell yeah it was just uh exhausting and then i i you know running on zero sleep got to kentucky uh my buddy jake and his wife were there to uh, help me unpack um i know jake i gotta know jake right you have you have met at some point uh yeah i'm trying to remember when 
I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that you've met at some point though um but uh but they were there to help me and then um got all that shit unpacked and then i i just i had monday tuesday and wednesday scheduled off work and i just fucking <clears throat> passed out and did almost nothing on on monday rico couldn't move for an entire full day he couldn't move. yeah just being stuck in the car well no he 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 was very excellent on the trip but like he during the move itself at the old place and the news place he could not sit still he was very nervous and anxious and he was walking to and from every room um so on he he could not move again until tuesday uh yeah when i got the cats in here i opened up the door and they just like stood still and then just bolted and then like Calypso likes to sit in a closet. I got a laundry basket set up. It's a little dark place to hang out during the day so she can get some naps in and not be bothered by uh, Sarah Connor. And like, I brought that in first and like put that in that closet. And then like, she just like looked over and I opened the door so she could see it. And she must've sat there for what felt like two fucking days, two or three days. Like mm-hmm. Sarah Connor could be bothered. She's a kid. And she's like, oh, this is all, oh, this is exciting. But Calypso has been through, this is her second move. Um, mm-hmm. and like she was not it took her I would say about a week to like acclimate to like to come out of the bedroom she would just I'd have to like feed her in the bedroom and like bring her food in there because mm-hmm. that's where like that's where the the laundry basket with the blanket and the pillows that's where she's a, she knew that so she stayed in there and mm-hmm. did it was probably let's see I moved in here on like on a sat I moved in here on a Friday she probably didn't start like coming out and staying out till like Wednesday or Thursday yeah yeah this um Rico had been through one move with your sister and then uh, and then uh, Bowling Green, uh, Kentucky, Virginia, Virginia, Kentucky. So uh, like five moves. What a That's, trooper, dude. Um, he seems to be doing much better this time. Like the first, for almost the first two weeks, it it felt like two weeks. Um, he would not hardly eat. I had to like hand feed him and stuff. Yeah, that's typical, man. The Calypso, I had to like sit with her to get her to eat because she just wasn't. She's was like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But he's she he's, finally got around to it. He's taking this one much better. I I think it also helps that there's also much more room for yeah. him. So, and also like if you start getting the stuff out that like they're familiar with. Like they'll they'll right that'll be that'll be their smells will be on it and they won't freak out as much. That's what I was reading about. Like when you bring an animal into a place where they don't recognize anything, they just immediately want to hide and get in a place to where like they can see it all around them. So that's why she got in the closet so that she could be in there, have her back to a wall, and be able to like survey everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah Connors is fucking loose cannon. She was all over the place. But I remember when I brought uh, fuzzy boots to 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 hunt to Decatur. Um, she just like sat in the corner, like by the window, looking out the window, like wouldn't really move. She, even even mm-hmm. once I got everything in there, because when I was moving, I was also like getting new stuff because it was my first like apartment with space so I could have things. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so she was just like at a loss for like things that were familiar, like familiar. She's like, there was really nothing in there. Yeah. It took her a long time to acclimate. Yeah, I've got his bed and his his blankets. There's a blanket blanket that I have on his bed out here and then a blanket that I have on my bed that he sleeps on. 
So do you have um, two bedrooms? I do. I mean, Hell like there, yeah, there, there, there's there's one. I the bed he has out here is just like a little pet bed. Right. But no, had, like, do you you have two bedrooms, right? Like you have like an office and a bedroom. Yeah, yeah. So I've got dude. Game uh, changer. Be honest. How much of a game changer is it? I mean, it's it's pretty huge. I am I'm trying to figure out what to. D- so here's the thing. Like I'm trying to figure out what to do. I mean, normally, I would just assume that I would be using that as my work office for my job and stuff. But like, <clears throat> and this is the way I have it set up right now. I guess I could change my mind later. But like, it being in that small space and working from home i am a little reluctant to admit how much it actually was really convenient to have everything funneled into one entertainment system um and one tv to where only I just, you man only you only you would be like put it all in front of me and that's it i mean it's so convenient because like um you know, it's especially like I'm doing the podcast right now just from the living room, um, as opposed to just having to go into the other room. Um, See, I did the op. I did a, kind of the opposite. What I what you did is like I made the master bedroom the office because I'm going to spend way more time, you know, six or eight hours a day in here. So I made this like this is the office. This isn't my bedroom. It, that that is not your bedroom. No, this is my office. Okay. And then my bedroom. Oh, oh, I see. The, the master yeah. bedroom is, is your office. The office. And then I have a smaller bedroom that I guess they were calling like a guest bedroom. And like it, that's where I sleep because it's just got my bed, a bookcase, and like a nightstand. And that's it. Because I'm only in there to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I, I, I thought about putting this in here because like this one has a, I thought about having a bed in here because it has a ceiling fan, but I can just get like a desktop fan that room and be fine but so you you work from that room too then right this is the only room I, yeah i work from i work in podcasts from here uh, my video games are in the living room and then my bedroom is seriously like missing. i see i see I, I went from having everything like i had my living room that was also my workspace and i hated it because i get so easily distracted so then i moved the stand-up desk into my bedroom because i was never really in there except to go to bed so it didn't really matter that I also had my work stuff in there, but like now I couldn't imagine having that shared space. I just could, I couldn't go back. I don't think. See, the part of the problem is that there is only uh, one place that I'm aware of that has the um, has the internet cable sticking out. Call them. And see, uh, well, I can't, I can't have it installed into another place because I would be charged $250 from the landlord here. Like, cause they would have to like drill a hole in the floor and then. Oh, okay. Cause it'd have to run the cable. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, okay. I'm, I'm trying to think. So like that, that, that helped me make that decision of just running everything here. Yeah, Cause you can see right here, my routers down there underneath the speaker stand behind mm-hmm. the, that my routers there. And then the cable box that I have a hiding is underneath that little plastic box. So like, I'm not sure how much this is going to, and I still got boxes and everything strewn about. So like, uh, cables over there. Ah, Okay. I see it. And then that's running here and there's my router and modem. And then I just have everything going back there. Did you uh, did you get your internet set up? Did you have it set up so like they would be there to install the day you moved in? Yeah, it was technically ready to go uh, the day that I got there, which was yeah. Nice. They just had to drop off a router for me. That's all they had to do. 
So uh, this is, uh, I've been putting together, I've got one more thing to put together and that's my dresser, which- uh, Dude, that's nice. That's, the dresser's the one thing I'm actually not that happy with. Uh, I don't know if this is what translate. You see? Is that your bedroom or is that just like a little loft area? It's a little loft area. Damn, T-Dog. That's a bookshelf that I put together. Uh, and then I've got my magic stuff over there. I think you Man. can probably see it. I can't really see it. T-Dog's uh, living that fucking townhouse two-story life, dude. Got my Sycinia poster. Fuck yeah, you do. Is it spelled correctly? Right. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> uh, I bring that up just because it's just like everything went so well with that. Like you did such a, an amazing, like I love the movie. You did such a great job like getting all your friends to go to make that happen. And then like there was a spelling error. Honestly, when I found out about it, I was honestly okay with it because the only thing that should come up if you look for that is just that. Yeah. You, so, you nailed the, you inadvertently nailed the SEO for your movie. Right. So got this staircase here that goes up. Uh, is that your kitchen area back there? Kitchen and bathroom? Uh, it's half, half bath. Um, can't really see it. Dude, your place is fucking nice. I can't. I wish I could. Uh, wish I could extend this a little bit. But um, how far away are you from uh, Old BG? From what? Bowling Green. Oh, uh, probably probably about two hours. Okay. Okay. Not too far. I'm thinking we need to do a TBC quarterly. Oh, a quarterly meeting? Yeah, where Nick and I come hang out with you. Because I don't want to hang out at Nick's house because I don't like Bowling Green. <laughs> and by that, I mean, like, if I go to Bowling Green, like, I'm going to have to hang out. Like, I'll feel obligated to hang out with a bunch of people. And I don't really want to do all that. Mm -hmm. I'd, no, hang out with you. I'd be down for it. There's there's definitely a good amount of room. I'm trying to figure out what to do with everything. Like, up, up in, the, like, the little loft, there is... I'll do a video call at some point, but there's a there's legitimately enough room for a full table and chairs to where like if you want to play games or something. Ah, oh, dude, that's what I want. I want I want that space for all the games nobody plays with. Yeah, there's because there's no room for that, and the, there's like no room for a table or anything in the kitchen, which is fine. It's whatever. Um, it's kind of like what I probably how I would have designed it if I were making the space because I don't yeah. really use a lot of room for the kitchen. So I've got my my magic cards upstairs and that bookshelf upstairs, which is going to be a pain in the ass to get down. It's like the heaviest piece of furniture that I bought for the trip. Put it on a rug and slide it down the stairs. I'm not joking. I think if I have three people... By slide it, I mean like get in front of it and like scooch it. Don't just like throw the rug down there and then... If I can manage it, uh, if I if I can manage it and I have enough people, I'll uh, throw some ropes around it and just lower it from that banister down here. You're oh. insane. Don't fucking do that. You're going to rip that goddamn <laughs> banister off, Tristan. And then you're just going to be like, well, I guess we have a rope ladder now. Like, don't do that. Well, I mean, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Honestly, we'll buy that new banister when we get there. Um. But yeah, the the bedroom is pretty huge. I'm trying to figure out what else to, how to lay things out because I don't quite need this much space. Yeah. 
So yeah, I need, I'm, I'm in a similar boat. Emily was like, you need to get a dining room table. Cause if not your little dining room area just looks like this blank space in your apartment. I was like, Oh, I don't fucking on a dining room table. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I Wait. eat at my desk facing the wall. Yeah. Yeah. The dining that's room what I just feels like a waste. feels like a waste to me because I'm not going to have people over for dinner. Or if I do, then they Emily can... lives four mi- it lives a mile and a half away. It's a four minute drive because of the speed limits in the neighborhood. If we're going to eat together, I'll just go to her place. Mm-hmm. Well, T Dog, we're at four fifteen. I gotta hop out of here because I got should I just got a bunch of text messages from my boss. Apparently, there's stuff I was supposed to turn in that I didn't. Jokes on them, it's already done. I just didn't send it in yet because I didn't want them to know how little time it took me to do it. Oh. Well shit. I didn't want you to get in trouble. So hopefully nah, hopefully you're good. All right, buddy. I'm so happy the move went well. I'm so happy that you have that space. That's a very nice space. I'm gonna say this as your longtime friend. You should be proud of that, dude. That's a very oh. nice space. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's definitely the nicest space that I've lived in. It actually has you a yard. You earned it, dude. You fuck. You have a yard? I have a yard. Yeah, I've got a yard. Uh, I've got a back little deck, uh, like a little, uh, yeah, like a little deck area that has, my, my parents gave me a couple of chairs for out there. I know you're never going to sit out there, but in the morning, you sit out there with the dog run around. Fucking game changer, dude. Yeah, uh, I've been using the front porch the last couple of mornings for that because there's a little porch area too and a, a garage. So it's a small, it's a very small garage. But Dude, you're crushing it. But it's a garage. I'm so happy for you. This rules, man. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy. Plus, like I said, uh, all the, uh, all the ability to see people now. So yeah, dude, TBC quarterlies, they're going to happen now. Nice. All right, buddy. I'm going to get out of here. Everybody, uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Appreciate it. Again, like we said at the very top of the show, if you got a couple seconds, throw some positivity out there for Nick and his family going through some stuff. Uh, we'll be vague because I don't know the specifics just yet, but he could really use uh, just some good thoughts and everything. So, uh, Night Riders Unite, witness us. Born Ugly, race Stupid. Uh, nope, Night Riders and Boogum Boys Unite, witness us. Born Ugly, race Stupid. We give you permission. Ten years of casting Dreaming about detectives Learning about our bodies with everyone Answering bad questions Giving worse advice Talking shit about shit that everyone likes Cause we are through being cool I hope you're not through listening Night Riders witness This is who Yeah,